1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
2: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
3: Hey, Chicago, what do you say? This is the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. bucks. is Friday, May sixth, and you were supposed to have a Cubs Dodgers game going on at Wrigley Field, but of course I wasn't supposed to be here. It, it is raining <laughs> again in Chicago again. Uh, but we're going to do the podcast for you. We've got a special guest on a special day. Uh, Cody Delmendo's here. Ryan Herrera. We're supposed to be at the ballpark.
1: Rushed on over to yeah, do the I mean, podcast. I was wearing my Mizzou jersey on the way to the park. You now. were. I was wearing. No, I'm just kidding. No, but <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine like me just showing up to the ballpark in the press box, just like rocking the Mizzou jersey. Not, I guess not, it depends on who you are. Yeah, not a Mizzou jersey. I usually wear like a nice, you know, collared shirt. Sometimes a flannel. Flannel. He's, he's worn. He's uh,
4: worn the the Hawaiian. Hawaiians. Hawaiians have collars on it. Yeah, you know, which,
3: that's acceptable. A polo shirt, anything with a collar. Some of the guys wear hoodies and stuff. I mean, I like I, Sully
1: doesn't get dressed up. <laughs> so Sully, Sully wears
3: a, like a Hawaiian shirt. A lot no, of Gordon, wears,
1: Gordon wears Gordon wears like a blazer and like a button. Oh, I'm yeah, that. that's He's, right. He does. No. no, Sully, I think Sully's earned the <laughs> earned the right to not have yeah, to put I, on yeah. a collared shirt. Agreed. I'm not there yet. But uh, <laughs> hey, if I can wear Hawaiians and not get any crap, I'm all right with it. Yeah. I'll wear my Hawaiians.
3: So you're wondering, you're like, oh, if you're watching on YouTube, you're saying, well, there are four guys sitting on the set. Our guest Jake Bunowski, is a piece of Cubs history. He's kind of joined in through his father. Um, we have listen May's a funny month. First of all, you've got May first, which people uh, celebrate May Day. I guess you bring flowers to your mom or May Day. Then you have I don't know. You never heard of that? I've- I've oh yeah, I bring my mom flowers on May Day. It's called May Day, anyway. <laughs> Sorry, uh, then you have then you have May the Fourth. Be with you for all the Star Wars fans out there. True. Then you have Cinco de Mayo. I mean, nice oh, celebrate celebrate yeah. and enjoy all the great Mexican food and uh, tequila and stuff in Chicago. It's
1: not Mexican Independence Day, though. Just want to make make that clear. A lot of people don't know that it's May not Mexican. It Independence It is not, day. not, but it, it is,
3: is a, it is a day to celebrate in Chicago because we have oh, tons 20. of great. Mexican restaurants. Oh, yeah.
1: Mexican People culture is live. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Mexican culture is is live in Chicago.
4: I'll say that. I say uh, there's a few uh, like taco spots in my neighborhood that I've gone to, but like I'd love to know some like the like the the staples. The Taco Bell yeah, by Wrigley. I mean that is a staple. <laughs> does that count for you, going <laughs> To, to me, it does count in a way. But like I, I, like a real like. Chicago Mexican place that like everyone like knows kind of like you know right. if we talk about hot dogs you don't want to talk about Gene and Jude's mm. but like I like a real Mexican spot that like everyone like knows and loves like I no one's really mentioned any I've lived in the city since July of last year still I really don't know just, like just the walk spot. down the
1: street you'll find you'll find anytime you find oh, I know a there's corner. plenty of them
3: but like I just need one.
4: So right. like so everyone, everyone we'll,
1: we'll, we'll give you
3: some. Uh, remind me, let's do that later on. might be. Luke the, is
4: the food guy here, so he, he should know.
1: May 6th <laughs> might be the biggest anniversary for like Cubs fans. Right. I all was gonna, May, biggest, so that's, biggest holiday, I mean.
3: That's another. You go from the first few days of May, and then you get to May 6th, 1998, which is Carrie Wood Day. For anybody that's a Cubs fan, you remember 20 strikeouts. Carrie Wood, it's celebrated as one of the greatest regular season games in Cubs history. Maybe Maybe the greatest pitching performance ever. Uh, Jake has a special place because his father is the man who brought the K signs to the outfield and held them up throughout the game. Um, How did your dad come up with the idea of making these K signs and bringing them specifically to the fifth start ever for Kerry Wood? So I think...
2: First of all, thanks for having me, guys. Oh, Honored to be welcome. here. Uh, big CHGO fan. Big big Luke fan. I said it was surreal. He came down and answered the door and let me in. I was like, little starstruck for a second there. Come on, I uh, hey, for, man! I open the door for everybody. That's I mean, hey, you've, you've been here. you've been in, you've been part of Cubs, my Cubs fandom for for quite some time now. So it was an honor to meet you, and obviously you guys too. Interacting with you guys on Twitter, um, yeah. You know, my dad was just kind of. We have a lot of a lot of baseball fans nowadays who are really obsessed with prospects and the internet makes it really easy to keep up with all of that. Great podcasts, great blogs, etc. I don't think it was as easy in no. the late nineties, but my dad found a way. Um, I don't know what he was reading, whatever the base, like the baseball prospects magazine that comes out every, every spring. Um, he was well aware of Kerry Wood. Um, and he just knew that, that, his Cubs fandom was kind of catapulted that year with the hope of Kerry Wood, obviously, Sammy Sosa, McGuire later on that summer. Um, but he just believed that Kerry Wood was going to be what he called the next great 34. Um, Obviously, Clemens. You know, he. We had basketball jerseys out in the in the bleachers that day, and he brought
3: those too. Right? Yes, yes. All the thirty it was
2: Lejeune, Shack. Uh yeah. I'm trying to think it's who Barkley was, Bar- Barclay was Barclay. out there. Yeah. yeah. So apparently, those basketball jerseys he picked out of um, the the lost and found at Stevenson High School. I mean, when you got a, <laughs> when you got a high school that that's that big, of course there's yeah. going to be you know some some wild stuff in there. So he found some yeah. some basketball jerseys. Took him to the game and just had people throw him on. But as far as the idea for the K signs, the idea was that Kerry Wood was going to miss bats, um, and he was correct. Uh, I don't know, like, I don't really know the impetus of, like, getting that, that design, but it just was, like, it just worked. Um, obviously, Kerry's name starting with the K, and K being the, the mark for a strikeout. Don't really know the production that led up to getting them made, but I'm, I am I believe that that was just the first game that he had them ready to take him out to the field and, you know, just ended up being a historic day. <laughs> it, I mean, first of all, the weather was of sort of like this, right? <laughs> yeah, it was yeah cloudy, exactly the same. It was rainy. Yeah. The it was weather cold. was terrible that day. I think um, in that
4: documentary, didn't they say, like, maybe 10 15,000 were there? Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. The, the ballpark was I mean, the empty. Yeah. Maybe that
3: But much. that is true about, like, prospects. Your dad, Tom, is... is Looking into Carrie Wood, and you go back to nineteen ninety eight. Like the internet is just sort of
2: beginning. Oh, he beginning did, I mean, to catch at school, on. Like he Maybe he had internet internet access, but we didn't have it at home.
3: No, nobody had it. I mean, I yeah. was working in Nebraska at the time, and I we didn't search the internet for stuff. Like yeah. <laughs> you were still calling it the www World mm-hmm. Wide Web when you went to stuff. You know, like it was it was very. <laughs> Primitive at that point. It sounds stone age. I was, I was
1: like not even. I was maybe one and a half at that time. So I clearly have no memory of that, but I still remember dial up. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember yeah. dial, up, dial up. I remember dial up. There was still dial up in my grandparents' yeah. house even when I was still a kid. But I remember. And so he it's, he
3: scout. He knew about <laughs> Kerry. Wood. I guess we knew about Kerry. What he was, he was a first round draft pick. Yeah. Um, and people were excited for him to come up, but it wasn't like Brendan Davis now. Like like you said, you know, like now there's. So much out there. You can yeah. see their games at the minor league level. Right. Nobody outside of Iowa had seen Kerry Wood pitch as a Cubs fan. You just had heard that they drafted someone named Kerry Wood in the first round. Yeah, um, So he gets there, and he, it, it's his fifth start, and he just starts mowing down an Astros lineup with multiple Hall of Famers on it, not including – Moist Hands Alou was on the team. <laughs> moist Hands, right? Moist Hands. Love that. It, they yep. had Bell, Bell, they had Alou. Yep. they had Biggio, Bagwell. They, I mean,
2: was Osmus on it? Osmus, yeah.
3: Brad Osmus was on the team. Did they have Berkman yet? No, no Berkman no, was, like, was much no. later. But they had they had all those guys and they won like 200, 203 games that year. Yeah. Like they were they were the they were the Vermitable killer bees. They were the killer. offensive team. Yeah. And so he comes in and like I can't I 20 can't 20 years remember.
2: old. You don't see 20-year-old starters in the no, majors no. anymore. You guys Never have all anymore. seen the game
3: now, right? You've all watched it yeah. on a DVD or something, or at least got the VHS good portions portions recording at some yeah. point, yeah. yeah. It's it's the way his the pitch moves, his slider moves in that is just the one at bat, it, it ends up behind the batter.
0: <laughs>
3: Zanny oh, yeah. Martinez yeah, catches
2: yeah. the ball behind the batter, and
3: you're mm-hmm. like, come on. Yeah, like. Right. And the way that
2: Martinez set up. Like, with his, like, the weird, that weird, like, splits, you know? Yeah. Where he was, like, down on his knees with his legs, like, splayed. that's That just shows, like, how on Wood was that day. Like, Martinez just had the faith that, like, the pitch was going to be where he called it. And it was. I mean, mm-hmm. the fact that he, the control was pinpointed. And he said in the documentary that he was just happy that he didn't walk anybody. <laughs> yeah. So, the, like, he, he'd he been known for being a little wild. Okay. And the fact that he struck out 20, didn't walk anybody, and had pinpoint control that day. I mean, it all just yeah. came together.
1: I'm You're, also curious, you know, it, like now it's so, like everyone has crazy movement with their breaking pitches. Like in 98, that – Yeah, what was okay, the what, spin what, what, rate? What was it? Yeah, yeah, I wonder, right? Like what, what, what was that but like have the fastball that? velocity yeah, the too, fastball
2: too. and just, that break. Oh, mm. was, I mean, you, you don't see guys with that. And he was throwing – I mean, he threw at least three pitches. I don't know if he threw a changeup. I think he had a running fastball, like a running two-seamer – his, his four-seamer had crazy ride. That slurve was nuts. Like, you don't see pitchers with that complete a mix, especially at that young an age right. nowadays. I mean, it's – it's. I, I, I think you'd be sh- – I'd be shocked to see another guy come up, come up and do anything close to that, especially with the short leash that guys have mm-hmm, nowadays right. and, and that early in the season, let alone. So, yeah. it was – yes, we've seen 20 strikeout performances since then, but I don't think we're going to see anything that dominant I mean, Maybe, you can I'm argue. Biased, you
4: can argue it should have been a perfect game. Yeah, right. You know, oh, yeah. the, the one mean, the hit, hit should have been glove. an error. Hit off a glove. Yeah. it's yeah.
3: it's debatable. I mean, I know mm-hmm. Kerry Wood has, I believe, said that it it should have been a hit. He and he kind of gave that to Kevin Ory. Like, yep. listen, don't worry about it. Um, it is fun to see, like, the chats kind of firing up for Kerry Wood Day. Uh, Shy Star Sports saying, uh, "Rocking my Kerry Wood jersey today in honor." Yeah. I think a lot of people. It's a special day, man. It is a special day. And, and the cool part about it is that now people can still go back and watch it. You know, like you can, you can go back and show that to someone. And sometimes sporting events <laughs> yes. don't stand the test of time. Like the game is slower or something. Like you watch a, um, maybe a basketball game. And you're, if you watch a basketball game from like the 70s or whatever, you're like, these guys are moving at a snail's pace. Yeah. Like it's not even, not even the same sport. You mm-hmm. watch that Kerry Wood game and you're like, Well, that would hold up in today's game really Mm -hmm. well, you know? Um, So your dad shows up with these signs and he'd already had some sort of written contact or he'd sent a letter to Kerry
2: Wood. Is that true? Like he had said, like, I'm watching you or? Yeah, I can't. I'm pretty sure he he sent a letter to Kerry before that start. um, And there were multiple communications or attempts at communication after the fact and Kerry said in the, I think he said in the documentary or he's since said at some point, like he was too young to really like realize what my dad was saying. Right. Um, like imagine being 20, 20, years old. Any, any like random adult reaches out to you. doesn't matter what you're doing. Right. Especially if you're like, if you were your college age and some random guy reaches out to you. Right. But like, oh, you're going to be phenomenal. Like whatever. Probably seemed kind of
3: weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and his personality was super shy. Yeah. Like you watch the interviews after the game, and it's not the Kerry Wood that you see that's polished and talks to the media Which at makes late sense. in his career. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's clearly terrified to be talking yeah. to the media mm-hmm. about the yeah. game. Just a
2: Texas kid. Yeah. I, I think so so my dad did reach out to him and, and, and his whole thing was. So my dad was a, a PE teacher and uh and and coach, coached basically every sport. You name the sport, he coached it at some point. Um but his whole thing was he wanted to create um he wanted, he wanted kids to see that, that baseball players could be role models, and baseball was an exciting game. And so he saw, or at least at that point, had heard of Carrie's talent and saw an opportunity for Kerry to be kind of a beacon for young kids in the Chicagoland area and for kids to see, like, whoa, baseball is awesome. Like, baseball is, is kind of magical, right? And then for that game to happen, it's like, whoa, yeah, baseball. You know, the, 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 the line, how can you not be romantic about baseball? Yeah. Um, and my dad just kind of sensed that. And he, he, I think he felt like, you know, hey, Carrie, like you're going to be in a unique place to be able to impact the lives of kids. And at 20 years old, you're still a kid. So you don't really realize that impact that you can have yet. And for my dad to say that, of course, it makes sense from his perspective as a, as a teacher and coach, but it probably it probably fell flat on Carrie, and like, I don't blame him. Don't blame him at all. <laughs>
3: He he did underestimate Kerry Wood though, because he showed up with eight blue and eight That's red correct. signs. That's correct. And that wasn't enough That's for that true. day. But yes. in watching the doc- documentary, your your dad is creative because he's a teacher. Yes. So what does he do? He finds guys to rip their shirts off and paint the K's on their <laughs> chest <laughs> to keep them going to keep yeah. it going as it gets higher and higher. Um, I, I think it's awesome. I think the energy. First of all, the energy your dad had to have at that moment, just to not only take the signs out there and the jerseys out there and then get guys to like, Hey, hey, what's your name? All right. You're going to, you're yeah. going to be the K here. And then we're going to put this on to gather that many people together. Like you go out there now and try and do that. I mean, just watch the Soxers. You're just trying to keep people from fighting in the yeah. bleachers, let alone yeah. get no together and hold up signs no, no together. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's, and I was telling you kind of, you know, before the show, my dad just kind of had that magnetic personality People gravitated toward him. I mean, physically, he was a big guy. I mean, he played middle linebacker in college, um, and he he maintained that build. Um, So he's, you know, 5'11", stocky, but like 235 with a – booming voice. Like I, I inherited some of his voice. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm yelling into the mic. Um, <laughs> I, my, my fiance's always said, you can, you can tone it
1: down a little bit. Sorry, only, um, only Joey can hear you. And then everyone else on YouTube. But. Yeah, so that's why he's only got one headphone on. So I don't make
2: him deaf. Um, no, I, he just, he just had a way of commanding a crowd. And I mean, it, it showed in, co- in coaching and teaching. I was able to go, uh, you know, bring your kid to work day. I was able to see him as a teacher too. Um, but yeah, he just had a way of like bringing people together. And, um, in the madness of that game, I think people, I think people seeing the signs, like people were like, I wanted to be, I want to be a part of that. So I, I would raise my hand nowadays And some of Hey, you want body paint for the last, one of the last, you know, <laughs> case like, hell yeah. Yeah. Do you, That's uh, hilarious. you weren't at
3: the game. Correct. You were alive for the game, yes. but you did go to a lot of Cub games. Yes. Are you angry that you weren't at that one, and why weren't you at that specific
2: game? So I'll start. I was not at that game because my mom wouldn't let me miss preschool. Um, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Mom. That's why I got into college. That one day at preschool made all the difference. Um, Could be. You don't know. I, hey, man, no, I know. know. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. No, I mean, and my mom kind of we, – we just joke about it now. I mean, <laughs> um, I'm not angry that I wasn't there because I think that – First of all, I was like four years old. Yeah. Um and remembered it anyway. I don't think I would have remembered it. I I would have remembered like a rainy baseball game where my dad was kind of, you know, running around and he wouldn't have been able to focus on on the moment and orchestrating the case signs and that's true. Um you know, I, I I may not be here talking to you guys because he may have had to pay attention to a four year old instead of <laughs> making that whole thing happen and getting a two page spread. Great in sports spin zone, yeah. Great yeah, spin yeah. zone. So thanks, mom. It's it's also mom's. You know, thanks to mom that I'm sitting here with you yeah. guys.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah plus, and on the on the plus. YouTube channel, you can see some pictures. Of uh, Jake with his dad, uh, so jump on over to that if you're on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, for yeah.
1: sure. Plus, it was like a Wednesday, like yeah. fifty. like fifteen thousand people, and it's like if that if Kerry Wood didn't have him that day, might not have been a very memorable no. memorable game at all. For Definitely me, not for four year old. I think the thing that
4: sticks out to me about his dad now that uh, time has passed is that he clearly was a diehard yes. Cubs fan, yeah. and that's yeah. what I love the most about the story because. Yeah. I've heard time and time again since 2016 that we didn't exist before that. And his dad's a great example that that's not true. And, uh, I just like, those are the real fans that you like that you just really look at and you're like, that guy went through so much heartbreak and pain. Yeah. yeah. And like, I just, you know, that's just, to me, that's something that you really appreciate and uh, respect and stuff like that. So, uh, I only wish that I could experience a game like that live. I've never yeah. like my girlfriend was at the David Bodie walk-off grand slam game. It's I to been, this day I still, still tell not her the same code. It's yeah. not, the, not same, the same, but like that's like the greatest ending you ever get in a regular season game outside of maybe that game. Yeah, yeah. But like like just I've never been to a like a no-hitter or anything like that when Joe Kilgown was here. He saw Arietta um, mm. throw the the
1: no-hitter. You saw, Joey saw nice. the, so like I've never, just never,
4: I've yeah. never been to a, a, a historic game or anything like yeah. that. You've like,
1: never been to a game that's memorable to anyone besides yourself. Cause just cause right. you were there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So like, that's like a special thing
4: that your family will be able to always have. And like, yeah, that's, that's really what kind of makes me a little jealous about the entire thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool, man. I mean,
2: people, somebody said on, uh, Twitter recently and, and people have said this before um, that my dad was like, if, if my dad were around still and he would either be like really into technology or like really anti-technology, I kind of lean toward the latter, but I think he probably (laughs) would have taken to Twitter just because of wanting to talk Cubs. Mm -hmm. And, um, people have said, and I kind of thought about it too, that like my dad was the Dom before Dom existed. (laughs) And, um, in a way he was because like he, he really cared about spreading the love of baseball and he was the, an eternal optimist in, you know, always tried to keep enthusiasm and spirits high. Um, And obviously we saw a lot of crappy Cubs baseball in the Mm two thousands, but he taught me something that I think was really important to to my baseball fandom and day-to-day life. You have to pick out the small things you have to pick out the small success stories, and I think we're kind of seeing it already this year. I mean, you guys have talked about like what are the small things that the Cubs are doing this year. The team overall is pretty middling right now, if, if even middling, and um, we got to find the storylines that are that are fun that we can continue to be optimistic about. And he always hammered that home. There's always going to be something magical to take away from every game, even if it's just like a like a great. 14, 15 pitch Alfonso Rivas at bat against Corbin Burns, right? Like, there's, there's going – or was that Kopech? That was against Kopech, I yeah. think. Yeah, there's, there's going to be something like that in every baseball game that you can take away, and that's what he taught me, and that's what he wanted – that's the message he wanted to impart on young baseball fans. Well,
3: that's a great, that's a great uh-huh. message to live on yeah. for sure. And, you know, I, I also think of that game, and it's like – think of all the calls you've heard. They've had Jack Brickhouse. They've had Harry Carey. You know, and now now we we went from Len to Boog, and it's like, still, I think the most famous Cubs call of all time is not "Hey, Hey," or "Holy Cow." It's probably "Here Comes the mm-hmm. Hook."
4: Here Comes it's the Hook. The, hmm. Like it's it's just the most perfect <laughs> yeah.
3: call. He knew it was so he obvious knew it. it was coming. Yeah. He could see the sign, and even the batter probably knew it was coming. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah but still couldn't handle yeah, it, you know? Right. And it is it is one of those games you'll never forget. 1998 was, like,
4: so special for just my generation of Cubs fans. Like, not only Kerry Wood, but, you know, Harry Carey had just passed, like, mm-hmm. what, months before that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, obviously, Sammy, Sammy. Sosa and McGuire's home run race. Like, there was just so much in that year that... Making like, the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, and they made the playoffs and everything. Like, you know... That, that's essentially the year that I really became, a, like, a Cubs fan. I didn't really become a diehard until, like, early 2000s because I was so young. But, like, that was the beginning for me, at least. So I always look back at 98 as just, like, like where I started into yeah. this fun and pain. Same. That, I mean, even though I don't year. really remember the season. <laughs> yeah. Anymore. Like, yeah. I remember the
2: excitement surrounding it. And then, of course, right. my dad took me out to countless games after that, like, into the 2000s. So... Yeah.
3: And I think one of the one of the you know Kerry Wood's career was a really good baseball career. That was obviously greatness on a totally different level. Again, I I would argue, and I think a lot of people would argue, the most dominating game ever pitched. Yeah. You know, yeah. because of the strikeouts, because of his age, the way he did it, the amount of pitches, and again the lineup he did it against. Yeah. Um, his career then ended on the same date. As the day of his, it was May sixth, I was believe. It really, oh, yeah. I was believe it? May sixth was the last like day, 20... and his son comes out. It was against yeah, the white. Yeah. Sox. I remember. I remember I the moment.
1: Of, yeah, I do kind of remember that actually.
3: Are you sure? I think it was May sixth. Okay, I'm wrong. Would you say? Did you say April? Well, that, you just ruined a great story, Lawrence. <laughs> no, not April. Lawrence, if there's one thing you learn in journalism, May. don't ever let the facts get in the way of a <laughs> yeah, good story. This is true. I went to journalism school. That's I, right. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's facts only, F-A-X. Yeah. Well, it was, yeah. it was in the same month. Oh, it was in the same month, and it was close it to it. Yeah. It was in the same. It was enough. within two weeks of each other. That's kind of like. It was, it you, was real close. You round down, right? Yeah, you yeah, round down. You yeah. round down to
3: six every yeah. time. Yeah, exactly. You always round yeah. down to six. Yeah. Um, anyways, it it was an awesome moment and we thank your dad for actually having a huge part in it. You know, Kerry Wood did his part, but the few fans that were at Wrigley Field more than did their part. And like, what does it mean to you to have that, that story now kind of now that your dad has passed, but that story has made you kind of part of
2: Cubs fandom, you know, right? It's, it's given you a piece of that. Yeah. It's pretty wild, man. I, um... Did we already talk about? So the I I think we talked about before we started taping. Um, the the Hall of Fame has a K, one of the original K's. Yeah, the Cubs have one, and then Club 400 has one, and then my family has the the rest of the original 13 or 16, 13 of the original 16. Um. And it just is, I still haven't been to the hall to see. I oh, you've got to go. To, to see go the K. There. I know. Right? I, it's long overdue. I've never been. We could, yeah. Let's just go. Hey, you and me, let's yeah. a ro- road cool. trip out there. Yeah. yeah. How about a let's
1: CHGO it, road trip? Yeah. The Hall it's of Fame. along. Oh, when I nothing else long. is going on. Well, because, and then you can walk in and be like, hey, like my dad made that K sign. And they're yeah, like, right. hey, we're with the guy whose dad made yeah. the case. sign. Just let us That's a
3: good idea. Like the Hall of Fame trip would be cool. And never when somebody's being inducted because the town is a disaster. Oh, sure. oh yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's be. only, like, one tiny road say, into the infrastructure it.
2: infrastructure is not, not built for that. It's not good. It's, it's been... I mean, like, the whole experience has been pretty wild. I, like, I'm grateful that my dad kind of made it possible for me to be sitting here talking to you guys. Because I think, like, I... Regardless if my dad were still here or not, like I would be a huge Cubs fan. Um, the 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 game of baseball in general just means a lot to me. I just love the sport. Um, I'll watch whatever game is on TV, um, but having that historic connection to the Cubs through my dad has opened doors. Like I I um, I'm on the Dingers Cubs podcast with Mitch, Jeff, and and Kevin, and they're great dudes, and I became part of that podcast because they interviewed me about the 20k game and then after the fact they were they were like hey we'd love to have you on again and then it just rolled into a co-host opportunity that's mm-hmm. been great um and then i've gotten to meet guys like cody and, and the on tap crew now we're all in a fantasy baseball league together yeah, yeah, and um who's, win- is, who's winning that by the way not me that's i don't know who's in right. first place it's only we're only three I weeks in, drafted, that's what you say
1: when you know you're not winning I, pur- like, I don't know who's in he first did place. i will I, say his,
4: i purposely drafted players that i hate in hopes that they suck because i suck at fantasy
2: yelich has been on his bench that's why yelich has been been (laughs) playing well i put him back in my starting lineup so he starts to suck i'm sorry i
3: interrupted a beautiful (laughs) thought
2: uh no it's i mean i just like it's i just love we talked about before taping too like i love the cubs community there's definitely some negativity on twitter but there's uh, that's twitter right i mean it's 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 a venting zone like that's what it's for right um but uh there's just been a lot of great interactions, too. Like, I've, I've met some of my dad's old students and players through Twitter. Um, some of his old friends that he made being out in the bleachers. Um, uh, Ken Kiefer, um, he, he was, he's been mentioned on the Cubs broadcast. My dad knew him because my dad went to so many games and sat in the same section every time. And I looked up and I turned around at, at one game last season. And I look up, and I'm like, that guy looks really familiar. So I went and introduced myself. I was wearing the K-shirt. And I go. I think he asked me before I said anything. He's like, "How do you know Tom?" I was like, "Oh, Tom was my dad." And <laughs> and we just you know started started chatting. So it's been, it's just been really cool. And like obviously getting to be on in the documentary was awesome. Um, and and we're we're scoping out opportunities to try to to try to get the K back into Wrigley and um, and and have it be. Um, more part of the culture again instead of just historic like you know historic moment we Mm -hmm. want it to be something that's like uh always there always around so it won't be it won't necessarily be in the forms of the signs being out in the bleachers because that takes somebody to orchestrate it um but shirts um promos charity you know we've got stuff that we're kind of my family's kind of been talking about so I
3: actually think it'd be totally cool if the whole K sign thing came back yeah, with one of the new yeah. pitchers coming up, like yes. Killian and,
2: would be great, or Cole Franklin right, down the line, yeah. but either yeah. one of them yeah.
3: coming up, like that's something people remember. Like the K signs, nobody forgets that part of that game. Nobody forgets the Sean-O-Meter that ever saw yeah. Sean Dunstan play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and so like I, I would love to see the K signs for whoever the pitcher is. Yeah, continue and be something that the front row of the bleachers is in charge of every game like that'd well, be hey, a cool tradition you know? it comes yeah. if you're
2: listening hit me up we'll we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll give you the signs and, and have somebody orchestrate. It. If, if an usher wants to take the responsibility i mean we'd love right. to have if them you out there sit,
3: if you sit in these leecher jeff 20 seats the first, yeah, the yeah. first if you decide to go the first 20 seats of the bleachers mm-hmm. your job is to hold
2: up the k signs we would love to have them out there i mean I, th- my dad's dream was to have the k to be the official k of major league baseball and, like, he, I remember going to uh, Miller Park, you know, short, when did it open, like, 2000, 2001? I remember going there shortly after it opened, and we went into Seelig's office. Like, it was wild. I mean, it was a really cool space, like, this big open reception area. Because um, my dad had been communicating with, C League or or the commissioner's office about a deal to get the K signs to be the official K and of course you got to pay money for that even right. back then and nowadays it's got you, yeah. you know it's got to be like CHGO the official K sign supplier of major league baseball <laughs> <laughs> you know it's got to be sponsored by hey, something they don't drag like us that. into this <laughs> <laughs> I mean you know, I'm not you know not trying to push anything but um yeah and you know it's however we can be involved like in the future of Cubs baseball we'd like to be if I, if I could if I lived in Chicago, I'd, you know, I'd love to get season tickets and take them out. But, you know, I, I got to work. Corey's <laughs> <Right? laughs> also
3: don't want to lose him at this point. Right. Yeah. So we
2: would do, we like, the originals haven't been, we took the originals out um, for the 20th anniversary. Mm-hmm. So which I think it was actually May 7th. I think it was a day after because they were playing an away game on the 6th. Um, that's the last time and it had been the first time in a few years that, that the original signs had been brought out. Now we've got like a, a nice corrugated like weather proof. Yeah. Because those were just paper posters on poster board that were like <laughs> pretty it looked laminated, though, land. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean like not a very good job. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> how it's not easy to laminate like a you know, quarter yeah. half inch thick poster board. So yeah.
3: yeah. Uh very cool. Will you stick around and talk cubs here the last I would couple love segments?
2: To. I would love to. Awesome.
1: Uh, wait, I actually have one question. Oh, yeah, oh, is, cool. um, I'm sorry. I think you have to coordinate with Cody. If you want to bring K signs and make it the official Cubs K or whatever, Cody has to be okay with that being in the right field bleachers. Oh, I I would okay. I would say left, but you oh know. they well, I mean, hear left what, but we're not both. Can can you can you do both in the spirit of? I mean, they were um, in the left
2: field bleachers. We always sat in the left
3: yeah, field bleachers. that's
2: what i But like that's
1: what I thought too. Yeah. But would I'm, you I'm get sure it to right. sit in
2: the right field bleachers, or are you always
3: left field bleachers. Always left field. That's my guy. That is my <laughs> always guy. He's left field. leaving me hanging. <laughs> yeah, but that's no, my yeah, guy. My, <laughs> my periphery. My periphery. I <laughs> think I think right field would feel
1: left out if they didn't get any. Tough sitting left field. That's what
4: I'm saying. Yeah, right. I think you're a right field guy.
1: I sit in the press box, man. <laughs> I'd be like, you haven't been in the press box all the time. I mean, uh, I I don't I, I have a preference. Fair enough. I have a preference. It's each their own. I did love the Bleachers though, just in general. Bleachers, yeah, it's Bleachers a good time. is where it's at. It's good time. Yeah. Um.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, someone people keep asking me because I've been on riding the uh, who uh, riding whoever is playing the Reds because the Reds stink. They actually make me feel really <laughs> good about that's... the Cubs. Um. And today, I'm thinking Pirates Moneyline. I'm going to place that bet on Points Bet, guys. So, uh, if you're going to ride with me, that's what I'm on. We're doing it. Uh, the best way to support CHGO is if is to download the Points Bet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. And you'll... Even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll help you. Remember that PointsBet is your home for live in-game betting. They even have a new exclusive feature, live NBA same-game parlay. For the first time ever, build the perfect live same-game parlay only with PointsBet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. You can even boost your live same-game parlays. And now online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can... Actually, download the PointsBet app right now and register your your account from start to finish off on your phone. Like I say every show, if Luke can do it, all of you can do it. It's that easy. (laughs) Signing up with the fastest sportsbook is now easier than ever. You can start living your bet life in seconds. Use code CHGO to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. So what are you waiting for once the game starts? Don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700.
1: I wonder what the over-under on Kerry, strikeouts was that game? Oh, that's a good question. Because he had what? wouldn't have
3: been a legal th- bet, whatever your whatever. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, no, no, would have had to find a, a bookie somewhere. The over was never a doubt. Yeah, you wouldn't <laughs> have been able to
1: find points. Because he what? He had two sevens and a nine and a two, I think, were his first four. Thirteen the next game. Thirteen the next game. But going into that game, the most he had was nine. I'd say probably like six, six, seven. six and a half. ish is yeah, probably yeah, yeah. like the line.
2: How deep did he go into those games, too? Ooh, that's, a, that's a question, too. Well, back in the day, pitchers were going... They didn't take him
3: out.
1: Six innings, easy. yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he
3: also had control problems. Like, true. That's true. You know, the fist pump at the end wasn't because he knew he had 20 strikeouts. It's because he hadn't walked anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. which is, mm-hmm. that's, one of the, that's one of the funnier parts of the whole thing is he was excited about not walking somebody yeah. yep. 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 when in reality he had done something that, what are there, five 20 strikeout games now?
2: Scherzer, Scherzer, Clemens twice, and and Johnson, and Randy a, Johnson, one. and Kerry Wood. God. Did yeah. we miss? Was there like a recent one in the last couple? I know Scherzer, but I feel like there was like a like a random. I think it was wrong. only the Scherzer one. Okay. I
1: think there's I think still I'd,
3: just I'd, five. It's unbelievable yeah. that it we all have like, computers. Somebody could look <laughs> it up, but it's not going to be me <laughs> because you know it, one it, finger at a time. It's yeah. unbelievable that someone like Jacob
4: Degrom hasn't done that yet. Or, you know, like even Clayton
3: Kershaw and the
4: career that he's put together. Like, that's just how special striking out 20 guys is. So It's unfortunate Kerry Wood couldn't stay healthy or else you could put him in that Hall of Fame conversation. Ryan's going to find it
3: while I do the CHGO uh, (laughs) love ad. Um, You know, we do podcasts and live shows. We have post-game shows. We have shows for you when it's rained out. Hell yeah. You know, with special guests. We have premium written content for members at allchgo.com. Ryan, going to have some stuff out later today. And, and, you know, they'll be covering the games all weekend. And we have dope merch that's popping up for all the teams. Uh, Free shirt when you become a member in the members-only Discord. The CHGO Lounge is the cool place to hang out during the game, after the game, before the game. Whenever you want, it's there. Um, And we hope you like what we're doing. If you got any uh, comments, go in that Discord. Start sending us some of your ideas. I was
4: in the Discord last night just trying to uh – have ca- casual conversation just because it was an off day and I needed somewhere to vent. And, uh, you know, we had a little conversation with the folks in there. That was a little fun. Uh, so, yeah, let's join. And uh, join the, if you join, you'll be able to get in the Discord. And we can all yell about the Cubs together. <laughs>
3: <laughs> By the way, I will point this out. Cody said, you know, he loved, the line is always, if Luke can do it, you can do it. Which is true. <laughs> um, I will say, though, you know, this brings me. You were talking about your dad and technology mm-hmm. in that first segment. I was like, you know, if the kids today were holding up K signs, they wouldn't have laminated paper. They'd all just be holding up their iPhone. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> We'd all just be throwing up an iPhone mm-hmm. with a TikTok. Yeah, you don't see of a lot of signs in the
2: bleachers anymore.
3: No, because everybody's just holding up their phone Man, and that's taking so lame. videos. It's like
2: holding up the flashlight on your phone at a concert instead of a lighter. Just stop. <laughs> all yeah. right. Anyways, we have, five, <laughs> we have five, five, yeah,
1: five twenties and a nine inning game. It was. Clemens twice, Wood, Johnson, and Scherzer. Tom Cheney had 21, but that was in a 16-inning game. Yeah, or, yeah that's, it's the 520s and 9-inning games. That's that's the record right there. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy.
3: Uh, so it's Kerry Wood Day. Cubs and Dodgers postponed because of the miserable weather to start our spring so far. Uh, they will play two as a split doubleheader on Saturday, which it's supposed to be better now, right? Now on Saturday the weather's supposed to start to warm up to like 60s, and then Sunday I think is 70, and then we're like 80s the and Sunday yeah. next week apparently.
1: As so, the Cubs get ready to as, go out of town, yeah, it's right. going to be perfect yeah, weather exactly. for baseball. Of course, might as well.
3: Cubs are off to a nine and fifteen start. Dodgers sixteen and seven, and we do have at least the expected starters for the Cubs games on Saturday, right? Where Drew Smiley will now go in Game One, coming off of bereavement
1: the bereavement list yep. yes
3: and norris will go in game two which i think is the more interesting piece of that puzzle because he hasn't done it in several years
1: yeah august his first uh, appearance in 2020 august 2nd i want to yeah. say well i suspect the last time he started i game. suspect
3: game two will be more of a bullpen game well it might be a keegan thompson game
4: yeah exactly like you're hoping norris can give you two innings and then bring thompson in
1: i, I the thing that makes me more curious about like besides Norris starting is why Justin Steele is not starting on Saturday anymore. Like that was, I think he was expected to start Saturday. Oh yeah. Um, and so they, well, they moved because it was Steele Saturday, Stroman Sunday. I'm like 99% sure. And then Friday was TBD and that was, could be Smiley. So it'd be today. Could be if Smiley, if he had come off the bereavement list, mm-hmm. then they got moved obviously to tomorrow to a double header. But now Norris is starting and as far as Sunday, like, they haven't changed anything yet. Um, that could potentially Sounds move like back. Sounds like I day, need so.
4: to uh, send my good friend, Justin Steele, a DM. Just <laughs> well, ask what, him. I
1: wonder
3: so if it's, curious. <laughs> what about the possibility, and this is just a theory. I'm throwing it out there. I have no reason to have this theory. Uh, what if it's the Cubs are testing that Keegan Thompson role for Steele? And maybe Norris mm. is just going to do, like, one inning, and then you get Thompson and Steele as the – you know, that's interesting with Miley, with Miley. With Miley coming back. right yesterday, yeah. yeah, that's a good point. And I
2: wouldn't hate it. Yeah, and then
4: you know, I mean, remember Brian Smith when he was here? He said Caleb Killian forty-eight and somewhere between four to eight weeks. Uh, it's been a few weeks. I don't. I would. You know, the earliest I would expect Killian is June, but mm-hmm. yeah, with Wade Miley coming back, that is that is a big. I, th- uh, I think you're. I think
1: Killian's maybe September. You if think that, maybe September? I, All right. Well, we, I, I'm we listening about, to the prospects guy. Man. <laughs> we talked about on Dingers that uh, he was in six to eight weeks, right, from when he came on. So that would be. You said four so, to eight weeks. I thought it was six to eight. I swear, he said four to eight. I don't know, but I could be wrong. Go, you someone go about
0: back
4: Killian and find still? it. Still, yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, he, we he, have a little time. To and get he those said kids maybe four to eight. weeks got because <laughs> we got we got to know the day uh, <laughs> because of like you know if they need a spot start or something like that. Maybe so. Again, I, I wouldn't get, be mad if it I'll, wasn't until September. I'll switch but. it to,
1: it, it'll be September. I think for sure he'll be up. And because and when rosters expand, I don't know if, I think it's only up to 28 again, maybe 30, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so maybe he'll get one of those spots in September. So it could be early. I think like September is like, if he's not up, that's a yeah. different story. So I'll, I'll switch it around. Like I'll, September for sure, I think. But.
2: How about this? The, the Cubs play a doubleheader <laughs> against the Cardinals on Saturday the 4th. Of
1: of uh, June June oh that's in the that's in the like eleven games in nine days run because they also have the doubleheader. Why against did they Milwaukee. schedule a doubleheader? Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. No, what but is MLB doing? It's, it's the two bro. Sox games Saturday Sunday <laughs> doubleheader on Memorial Day against Milwaukee then another two and they go to St yep. Louis for five or no St Louis comes to Chicago for five. Yeah. That's, so what if what if nice Killian what game. if Killian gets a spot start on that
2: doubleheader day? against the cardinals at let's home that'd be cons- a pretty cool debut let's go with be. that theory and yeah. say he
3: starts a game and he does well then then what do you do then you're like we're riding like, what, baby. What, if, what if he comes out and strikes out well, that's a good problem guys. to have well i'm kidding okay. yeah. yeah.
1: def- no they'll they'll obviously get the extra roster spot for for doubleheaders yep. mm-hmm. um those could go to someone like mark letter junior if, if i mean he he seems to be the guy they call upon yeah. When they need an arm. I mean, Lock St. John got DFA'd. I haven't seen anything about I'm surprised. If he's they picked
2: picked up Did yeah. they yeah. call yeah. up Did get
4: called up? I'm he, also surprised they haven't given Adrian Sampson a shot. He had some decent starts at the end of last
1: year,
2: yeah. too. Yeah, I forgot he's that he Iowa. was on the roster yeah. until yeah. seeing him in spring training. Oh, we still got Sampson. Yeah.
1: yeah. So those will be, I mean, like I said, Lock St. John got DFA'd, but he's not anywhere yet that I've seen. So if he He'll ends probably up, back end up back in, in if Iowa. If he ends like up back in the Cubs system, way. like that's another. Potential guy that could get called up for that 20... It would be 27. Again, I would be again.
4: okay if they waited on Killian. I'm yeah. just saying, <laughs> based off what Brian Smith told us, I would oh, not yeah. be when particularly surprised. On? When was he on? It's been like a two weeks, weeks ago. So weeks, he was yeah. on... This on a this Monday. The season had already started. It was, oh, yeah, 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 on yeah, a yeah Monday. Uh, uh, two Mondays ago. Right. And he said that he could come up because maybe an injury or something like that. He could, for sure. You know what I mean? So it's not like... And, again, he had another What he's – they've been pitching him, like, four innings. Most, most – like, every start that he's gone out there, he's, I think the most he's gone is four innings. So, like, you know, like, I still think he needs more seasoning down there. I don't want them to rush him, that's for sure. So, that's why I said the earliest at this point, I would, would say, is, like, early June. But – and that would be because of needing that spot yeah, start or yeah. something like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a, a C. It's like if the Cubs if – If it was something
4: yeah. like, you know – Selling sold Wade, my, Wade Miley at the deadline, and you're out of it at at the end of the deadline. Then it's like, okay, yeah, why not call Killian up in August yeah. and just like see what you got for the last yeah, two? If there is you know that influx,
1: I mean? like a Brendan Davis is, is ready to come up, Killian's ready yeah. to come up. Sure, yeah, I think I yeah. I,
4: if Killian was performing at elite levels in Iowa right now, I'd be like yeah. call him up now. But like. He's been very solid, but when we had Brian Smith on, he also said that he still had a lot of things to work right. on. He's not getting as many swing and misses yeah. as you would like. Yeah. Uh, so if he's not getting that at Iowa right now, there's no reason to really call him up now for major yeah. league level. You so know? hold we'll hold see. off on the case
1: signs okay. for now. Okay, Yeah, yeah. For just for a base. little bit. I'll yeah. switch I, my, my wording around. I'd say <laughs> by September, if not earlier.
2: Yeah, I mean, and I guess it's as we're talking about, like there, there are a handful of guys here that, that – would be ahead of him in that. Like Adrian Sampson we mentioned, um, Mark Leiter Jr. we mentioned, uh, Stephen Brault. I feel like people keep forgetting that Stephen Brault is rehabbing too. I don't forget about that voice. He's going to come up, he's going to sing the the (laughs) national anthem, anthem. and then he's going to start the game. Well, Mills is going to be back too. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, there's depth there. I will be
4: back in June at some point. For sure, Killian a- has, like, the highest upside. Oh, definitely. For sure, yeah. for sure. So, like, for anyone yelling at us while they're listening, saying that we'd rather see that than Killian, that's not true. That's not the truth, We're, no. we're talking about the long-term outlook here. We We would rather call him up when he's ready. So, yeah.
3: By the way, and we're, this got started because of, again, the rain and the miserable weather we've had. And I see Mike <laughs> on the chat saying he was blessed to be at the Pirates game. Same. 21 to nothing, as Cody, which oh. is also the only sunny day since it turned <laughs> I wasn't crazy. even at that game. Literally I I had the one. only sunny day we've had in Chicago Jared, the entire spring. Jared was
1: there for me. Can you imagine looking at the box score? I look at the box score. It's 21 nothing. I'm like, oh, man, that game must have been like four and a half hours. I see Jared's tweet, two hours and 45 minutes. Like, Are you <laughs> kidding me? I can't get that in like a regular like... 3 1 9 inning game. Yeah. Jared goes there. The only sunny day, it's 21-0, and it gets in under three hours. I was I
4: don't think he's been back. Well, jealous. I think he he might have been there that Sunday, but he was there Sunday. I yeah. was, but I was okay.
1: super jealous of that. I'm like, <laughs> that's the that's the dream. It's like a game that's over like before the third inning and you know it, mm-hmm. but it also is done in under three hours. Like that that is a beat writer's dream.
3: <laughs> the only thing that can get you through this, you know, we're waiting for sunshine and real baseball, and the only thing that really gets you through this day. A little Strava craft coffee. Oh, great uh, transition here. Uh, You want to start your day with a competitive edge. Strava CBD coffee is a game changer. It's helped thousands of people improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strava delivers delicious fresh roasted specialty coffee infused with organic broad spectrum CBD. Now, CBD from hemp doesn't make you high or hungry, but it does offer real benefits that can help you feeling alert and focused without the jitters. Live your day more balanced with less anxiety and fewer aches and pains. Plus, including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy a more restful sleep so you wake up feeling your best. And the best part, Strava is all about quality. Small batch, fresh and shipped straight to your door. And they also offer a concentrated full-spectrum CBD tinctures for those looking for a more traditional CBD format with extra benefits. CHGO listeners can save 25% off their entire purchase, Using the code CHGO25, that's 25% off your entire order at stravacraftcoffee.com when you use the code CHGO25 at checkout, discount, coupon valid on non-subscription purchases only, one use per customer, and if you already love Strava, subscribe and save with Strava's Coffee Club. You're in control. Save on your favorite coffees and have them automatically delivered to your home or office on your preferred schedule. Uh, let's go through some of the injuries real quick, huh? Oh, what was that? What was that noise, Well Joey. done, Do Joey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ah, okay. Got it. Uh So, we have we have some guys coming. We mentioned that Mills will be back eventually, and Miley looked pretty good in his rehab. Yeah, start.
4: F- four innings, two hits, three strikeouts. Yeah, 41 yeah. pitches. You couldn't have asked for a better, like, first rehab, and I also like the fact that he barely pitched in the spring, so, like, I don't think he pitched a game in the spring at all, actually. He was just throwing, I thought. No, so. he didn't make an yeah. appearance.
1: Um, Talked to him on Tuesday. Um, He said that his most recent bullpen, I think, was on Sunday or live. What was it his most recent? Well, it was either a live or a bullpen. He got to, like, forty-seven, fifty pitches, he said. Game pitches, which is, like, 75, including warm-ups and all that stuff. Um, And he, you know, obviously went out on Thursday. He said he wanted to get three, four ups, a.k.a., you know, you know, get up, go pitch the inning, sit back down, go up. Sit, you know, so you want to do that three, four times. If he got four innings yesterday, forty-one pitches, which is like, if he's at like a hard fifty-pitch limit right now, and you're getting through four innings and forty-one, like that's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> um, we, I mean, there's no firm timetable for like we don't know when he's gonna be activated, and obviously it matters like how he feels today and tomorrow and like the next, you know, how the next. It's not gonna be a one-start thing, and then he's he's activated because. You saw how slow they took him in spring training, mm. and so I, they took him slow then, tried to ramp him up, and obviously he went on the IL to start the season, so I don't think they're going to go that route again. Like They're going to be pretty cautious with him, um, so he got the first start out the way. Hopefully, we'll get an update, just kind of see how he's feeling today, tomorrow, Sunday, whatever. Um, I could see at least a couple more starts, and then depending, like, if he's built up more, if he's still feeling good, then you then you start getting into, okay, like, he's ready to get – I think at least a couple more weeks for Miley yeah. on the aisle before he's say, so. ready to come to Chicago and pitch for the Cubs for the first time. But um, definitely a good sign. And a big addition to the yeah. rotation, right? Like, should like should be. you start to yeah. get
3: someone like that, and then guys can go back into more manageable roles where they can – they can lock into that and yeah. try and improve. Well,
1: you, you when he was when he signed and you, you know you're going through spring training, obviously before the IL placement, he, he was like pretty much locked in or expected to be the number three starter yeah. behind you know Hendricks and Stroman. And if he can still be that number three starter, that helps a lot of different guys out. It helps Justin Steele, you know, maybe take a little bit off. Keegan Thompson might not have to pitch four innings every time he goes out, or depending yeah, on who say, he's pitching for, yeah. you know. Theoretically um, helps the bullpen hopefully. Yeah, I mean, helps, he should be an innings eater. Exactly. You know, Drew Smiley's there. You're going to have another guy that gets a lot of ground balls. so then you obviously have to hope that uh, Andrew Alton Simmons goes off the aisles at some point also. But, um, yeah, I mean, he should. The way he pitched yesterday, um, you know, I I want to say his velocities were up like where they're supposed to be at, you know, like high 80s, low 90s as far as fastball and uh, 41 pitches, again, if that's what you're getting right now, if you can get him to, like, five innings at least built up by the time he's off the I.L., I think that's obviously going to help out with um, – you, you hope – Cubs hope that when when he gets back to Chicago and is able to play for the Cubs that he's built up that way and he can do that consistently. And pitching that efficiently. Yeah. If he can,
2: if he can do that over seven seven innings, throw 80 pitches, I mean, that'd be – Awesome. Oh yeah. If
1: he if he went four innings and it was like an hour. I, I think. would be mind blown if it that were to actually happen. I mean <laughs> hey, if de- if he's
2: doing his job and and the defense yeah. is, is tight, I think it's I think it's feasible. I mean mm-hmm. it, it's that's very good. That's like best case scenario, but yeah. I don't think it's out of the question.
1: Yeah. He was uh done in about an hour yesterday after four innings, and I'm like, I could do that. I mean, <laughs> so if we can do four innings in an hour, like that's yeah, you know, send up in the press box and like this that's a good This is Ryan's
4: new shtick. It's like well, this it How can I get out, out of? The press box. How can ready I be, for that yeah. pitch clock? <laughs> How can right. I be done I, oh, working as soon as possible? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready I'm, for the pitch I'm, clock, good.
2: but what's it set at? Right? Isn't it set at like eight seconds or something? Five? five it'd be
4: better. No, it's at five seconds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's at That's, five, it's, so that's five?
2: too short. That's yeah. yeah. too short. Four seconds. The, I believe it's five. Yeah, seconds. that's the guy. That's the That's the
4: viral video of the minor leaguer who like I got struck out because of the pitch clock. He was out of the box for more than 5 seconds, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, but I it 5. He was in the seconds.
2: box, I believe, but he wasn't ready. Yeah, like he was, right. so he didn't step out of the box because he really can't with 5 seconds. Yeah. But then again, like listening to the compound this week, Zach Short said that he's in favor of Ooh. of the pitch clock. Look so at, like, look at Mark Burley. We just it finished be the White done.
3: Sox series. He's my favorite White Sox player of all time. I mean, Hendricks was in and out of there. Let's go! Yeah, it yeah. just
2: is. It's it's. I was counting. I was watching. Uh, I was watching a, a, an, an A's game. I was watching one of my fantasy pitchers. It didn't go well. Um, but I was counting. I was looking up at the clock. I have an old analog clock. If anybody knows what those are yep. anymore, um, had what, I was counting down the seconds between each pitch. And this guy averaged like 35, 40 seconds between each pitch, Ugh. and he's a reliever. I'm like, dude, Ugh. you gotta speed it up. Yeah. Ugh.
1: Yeah. We got to find a good middle ground for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah,, no, just clarifying uh, Miley when we talked to him, he said that his past one was alive, so he was facing live hitters at the same time. he was throwing 47,50 pitches. Um, but he also said, you know that the, the ups and downs are more important at this point and feeling good through that. Than whatever specific pitch count he's got, like the number of pitches, mm-hmm. so it's the ups and downs. So the fact that he was able to get four is obviously to us a good sign, but to him, like that's what he wanted to do was get to four, four innings, four ups and downs, and then go from there. Good to hear. Um,
3: what did we? Oh, we said we were going to talk tacos before we left. Tacos, good Mexican uh, food because we just had cinco de mayo. Yeah. Um. I I used to live in the Wicker Park Ukrainian Village area. And if you go on Division and Ashland, there's two of the same restaurant. It's called La Pasadita. It's a late night place. They have good authentic Mexican food, but it's like a fast go in, get a taco, get out. It's not a sit down um, yeah. necessarily Mexican there's a, restaurant. One of the places in my neighborhood, I live in
4: Uptown, and I guess it's on the border of Uptown and Edgewater. If you go up Broadway, there's a taco place that it's like a walk-up window. I don't, I forget the, I I haven't been there yet, but I keep, I keep telling my girlfriend we got to go. The only reason we haven't been going is because of the weather, right? Like, so when it gets warm, got to walk down there. It's like maybe a 10 or 15 minute walk from where we live. Got to go there. There's one place in Andersonville I've been to. I forgot the name of his. I, 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 again, they're great, but like they're not great to where I remember the name of the place uh, like right off the bat. You know what I mean?
2: Keep in your phone notes. Yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> taco a Velos. Notebook. Just write down your favorite taco. I'll give you a pocket notebook. <laughs> Is that yeah. your place, yeah. Lawrence?
3: Taco Velos? Also in that area? Chicago and Wood. Chicago and Wood. I can also give you uh, Division and... Ashland, before you get north to Division, is Barco Marisco, and that's uh, Mexican seafood. That is legit. That's one okay. where you can get the, the steamed platter of everything. It's a good place. It's got a nice outdoor ever, seating area, uh, too.
4: You ever go to that, uh, that spot right under the red line in Wrigley? No. It's like a birth. I, I, I would call it a Mexican place. It's known for their burritos. I forget what it's called as well, but I've been there before. It's very good. Um, it's literally right under the red line um, it's right next to a liquor store, I want to say,
3: on Addison, yeah. Jalisco is another place in uh, Bucktown that was pretty good. I Delson, there's all kinds of Mexican I, restaurants to go to. I
1: usually just go to my grandparents' house. So. Actually, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, a, that's as authentic as you can get. You pretty, get. Pretty yeah. Cool yeah. That's, right. yeah. right. that's yeah. Yeah. authentic as you can Pretty my, cool for My grandpa used Huge to make, used to make uh, <laughs> the best barbacoa ever, Like, and it was like, Obviously, you put thing, you put it in, in tortillas, you put stuff on it, and whatever. But like, I could eat that just uh, by itself, and it was just incredible. It was the best thing. Like family parties, <laughs> n- the only thing we asked uh, for was that our I have a grandpa cooked cook that. And like he's a, a huge little about vat that. about that and stuff, and it was. It, 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 it's, it's still the best food that I've ever eaten.
3: When I lived in Texas, my friends all told me that barbacoa, and I don't know if this is factual or not, that barbacoa is actually the meat from like the skull of the animal. Like that's why it's so tender. Oh,
1: wow. Um, I, I cannot. I, I, don't have the, I don't have the family recipe. Um, uh, find out about that, like kind of that early. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: it, it is good though, but barbacoa is great. I'll, I'm going to be honest with you. I want Mexican food. My go-to place. Well, I don't live in the city anymore. <laughs> Uncle Julio's is legit. Come oh, on, yeah. man. You don't it's Who doesn't good. like Uncle Julio's? That's true. The I, chips I and salsa like it. the it Hurricane like uh yeah. it's like a what is it? It's like a te- frozen tequila what, and it's like Are a, you a uh, on the border fan? It, it's okay, but it's <laughs> not it's on the border is not as good as Uncle Julio's. I Uncle would agree. Julio's on like fajitas are amazing. Yeah.
1: I agree. There's a lot of good Mexican food in this city, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. And it's so, like you can go to these ones that have names, you go to the ones yeah. that have like Spanish words and like maybe like little fine print English, like you go in there, you know you're going to get some good stuff. So there's there's good spots all over the place. I remember our DNVR friends were asking me, they're like, like what's like the best Mexican food out here? I'm like everywhere. <laughs> like, Denver has good Mexican but they were food. They're like, yeah, Dem- yeah, yeah, they do uh, green chili is their big thing. But they were like, what's like the big thing in Chicago? Like what good, the big Mexican food? I'm like, they they cook pretty much everything. There's, there's enough. <laughs> there's enough Mexican restaurants in this place that you find something. Yeah. And you'll find everything. What's the best taco topping?
3: Taco mm. topping. I mean
2: I mean the fi- it, like the, it, the classic like what is, if you have to have a taco like what can you not have a taco? Like you have to have has that to be top, in that there. topping has to be on there.
3: I would say cheese, but I can do with and uh, now I've found a way to do it without cheese. I'll be like, "Okay, I have to have a good grilled onion, like an onion mm. that's got a little snap to it mm. still." I don't want. I don't want it so grilled that it's like a soggy if, onion. If in we're there. talking like
4: authentic, uh, just doesn't feel right if cilantro is not part yeah. of it. Yeah, mm. has to be yeah. on there. Oh,
3: Whoa,
4: <laughs> He said Whoa. it. Damn, bro. <laughs> oh, I was way off. My like the the chat. Thank didn't
1: goodness. We have to change I our won't even repeat, for the podcast. I don't even repeat what Joey said to the chat because I was treasonous. Terrible, yeah, man. Suspense, suspension behavior. Right? Uh, Kevin in the
4: comments says, Edgewater Tacos on Broadway and Bryn Meyer or Marr. I, I always forget how I you say fish it. Tacos are fish tacos are for. to die for.
1: Connor Smith That's said, probably I don't know the, which one you guys were talking about, but referred about. to El Burrito Mexicano. Yeah, yeah. That, probably have you Cody's ever had,
3: this is, not, this is not Mexican food, it's Korean barbecue. Have you ever had the tacos at Del Sol up the street Ooh. from uh, like the Wiener Circle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're good. They're really yeah. good. They have lots of different I've tacos. heard about them. I've been told.
1: We'll check it out. Uh, uh, Connor says spent half thing. my
4: college career on, at the old Wrigley T-Bell. T-
1: there you <laughs> go. What's a s- legendary what's Wisconsin's spot. delicacy besides cheese? Beer? Yeah. Walleye. <laughs> walleye. Oh, fish. Yeah. yeah fish. Walleye. Fish uh, and meats.
2: Lake my, Perch. Huh? Lake Perch. Yeah. Friday fish fry. Yeah. Oh, of course. Today's Friday. We're having fish fry at my, uh, my fiance's parents tonight. There you go. There
1: you go. Yeah. Drink a glass spotty cow.
2: You know, I, I'm glad I can go on record about this. <laughs> spotted <laughs> cow spotted cow is fine. Spotted cow is like if you want something that's, you know, nice, nicer than a Miller Lite, drinkable like a Miller Lite, you get a spotted. But New Glarus Brewing Company has much better brews. Moonman's pretty good. Moonman's good, two Moon women's Angela good. Uh, Staghorn, their Oktoberfest is is killer. Just go over the border in and, in and, and, and the fall and, and grab some porters and Oktoberfest from from New Glarus. Okay.
3: Well, now we have a connection. Now we got yeah. a guy that can just bring a know. couple truckloads. I've, I've also yeah. heard it's
1: like one of those where like, if, like if like someone someone compared it to like In and Out where mm. if you don't live there you know you have to get it and that's why it you like it so is. much. But when you do, when live I there. went to the
2: game last weekend and met the met the Dingers guys out there, I was carrying a twelve pack of spotted and a Wisconsin guy goes, oh you're in from out of town because I'm wearing my you're in from out of town you gotta get you gotta get the the Cubs fans gotta get it spotted. I'm like no dude like I live here I know it's not <laughs> like but it's it's that it, I'll say this Wisconsin has a ton of craft breweries. If you're ever in Madison, go to Working Draft and go to Youngblood Brewing Company. Those are the those are the spots. Youngblood. Youngblood is a newer one. I've been to Milwaukee Brewing Company. Yeah, I mean Milwaukee's got. I mean, I I mean I'll keep naming them. How many you guys want me to name? (laughs) No no free ads, right? It's but it's it's. I mean, yeah, you can find great craft beer, great meats, um, obviously cheese curds. You can go on a there. There are cheese curd crawls in Milwaukee and Madison. I don't know. We got a great taco place She's in Madison too. <laughs> a oh yeah, great taco well I mean there there I mean there are a few, but there's a, a new one that <laughs> no, just, just opened just the up. Just way you that said, we, it, I was like, I can, we got oh you got a good we got a great taco place, place too. Yeah, yeah the one, no, the but one. It's, I mean, hey, it's, a it's a much smaller a city Wisconsin than knows Chicago, how to do so. food.
4: I
1: will always give Wisconsin. There is, out, yeah, we, we do really have we good do. food. Supper well, clubs. I'm glad you could go on record on the CHTO Cup show.
2: Yeah, don't you don't you guys you don't need. I'm looking at the camera. You don't need Spotted. Get something better. I promise.
3: I do think Moon Man is better than Spotted, but if you like IPA. Is,
2: yes. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh by the way, last comment here from Joey is burrito loco in Rockford is worth trying. All
1: right.
0: So,
3: so if you're ever in Rockford, yeah, I don't, don't loco. know the
1: next time I'll be out in Rockford. I don't but. either, but you know, if <laughs> <Yeah>. it happens, <laughs> yeah. burrito loco. Hey, can I so give a quick I said
2: I would I asked if I could do it. Quick birthday shout out to my best friend Mike. He he was born on May sixth. I think he turns twenty seven today. 28. I should know. I think he's 27. He's a Cubs fan, huge Cubs okay, fan. Okay, then it's all yeah. right. He's, he's, out he's to Mike. yeah. The right. K the K means a lot to him too. He's a big part of the story going to Cubs games growing up. So I got to give a shout out to Mike.
1: There we go. Right. Happy birthday, Mike. Happy birthday. Uh, Thanks, uh, before so. we get oh, yeah. out of here, I looked at
4: the Dodgers schedule. They're coming in on a two-game winning streak, uh, but it's time to change that. Yeah. Also, a rain delay or not rain delay. Uh, doubleheader last year, Cubs swept it. Uh, when no one expected it and then they swept them the series let's bring that magic back. I'm not hoping or I'm not like gonna put money on it, but I'm hoping Is that I'm your Mayo thing? I'm putting
3: out the positive
4: energy. Yes, positive it was, uh, it,
3: they're called positive vibes. Positive right? vibes, positive vibes, energy, yeah. whatever. Manifesting it. Uh, manifesting, the manifesting
4: word. Word. the Mayo series from last year, if you know,
3: you know.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and <laughs> and, and look at that video. We more <laughs> than made the
3: most of a rainy Friday celebrating Carrie Wood Day. Thanks to our guest. Um, Jake, it was awesome having you here. Thank you guys for having yeah, me. This, was, this was a on, blast. Man. Feel free to come back. You are the dingers, guys. So we're all together, and we'll all do one giant We'd podcast. Love
2: it. We'd love it. Yeah. Sound good? Absolutely.
3: It. Uh, and thank you for dropping in to check out the CHGO Cubs podcast. Have a great weekend. The rain's going to stop, so go out and fly the W.
1: Peace out.